This past weekend, Travis Scott held his third and what may be his last Astroworld Festival in Houston, Texas, due to the casualties and hospitalization of many people. Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week we got some things to talk about regarding Astroworld. So, first things first, I would like to offer my condolences to the families of those who were lost, and to all the people who bared witness to these people getting trampled and just watching them die while no one was essentially helping them. Like, that in itself is very traumatic, and I'm, I'm sorry that this happened. And then to the people who went to the festival expecting to have a good time, which, I mean, everyone probably did, and either getting hurt, hospitalized, or getting some uh, some wrong drugs, and just having your night cut short, essentially. Like, I'm, I'm sorry that that had to happen. I know my words mean nothing, and I really have nothing, like, no reason to apologize. I just, I feel for y'all. Like, I'm not, I wasn't involved with the festival in any way, so my apology really doesn't mean anything. Um, but if you are unaware, on November 5th and November 6th, 2021, Travis Scott held his third Astroworld Festival in Houston, Texas at NRG Park. A fairly small venue, considering how quickly this festival grew, to be completely honest. Um, and as as we are aware, Travis Scott is one of those people that likes to incite his uh, fan base to do some wild things. Like, he encourages them to jump fences, to sneak into venues, um mostly you know he just wants everyone to have a good time at least that's the kind of vibe that i get um i never paid too much attention to all those like what actually happened um but now that people are dying it's a major issue um like i said travis scott was always one to kind of encourage his fans to you know rage and even to the point where I think right after the tickets had sold out, he had tweeted out, like, nah, I'm still letting the wild ones in, or something like that. Um, basically alluding to people jumping the fence or rushing their way in. So, um, that is effectively what happened. Um, one of the major things and one of the major reasons that all this occurred. Now, earlier on in the day, nothing was too crazy, at least... Not to my knowledge. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen the video of everyone. Like, I think when the gates opened, really, everyone rushing through. And essentially, like, there's being just one security guard trying to stop all these people from coming in. Like, I mean, not even, like, really, like, how are you going to try? Like, you, him just standing there is not going to do anything. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, and him, him being on his own. Like, he can't do anything about that. Um, so, that was one thing. I mean, they were clearly understaffed. Um, so, you know, all these people rushing in, they're probably over the limit of how many people should have been there. Um, you know, because, like I said, the park is 
probably small for how quickly the festival grew. Um, and yeah, it's just, there's just a lot of people. Now, what, what really happened, or the main, I guess the main issue, other than all these people sneaking in, is that they're just a huge crowd, and there's a lot of people just around. Um, the main incident, um, which caused the deaths, as far as I'm aware, uh, was right around the time Travis's set started, which was, I think, like 9 p.m. or something. And what had basically happened was a crowd surge. So what a crowd surge is, is when, I mean, it's, it's literally what it sounds like. A crowd surges to a certain area and pushes up against the barricades or whatever it may be. Uh, on top of that, you're getting people getting pushed into each other or like they're getting hit from two different directions, essentially, uh, almost as if you're caught in a really strong current. Um, and what causes the causes you to, I guess, die um, is the lack of oxygen. You're essentially suffocating, and that's more or less what happened. Now, given that <clears throat> there was already uh, there was already so many people in attendance, like who actually had tickets that was that should have been a concern and then on top of that you have all these people who snuck in and just added to that crowd so you have just basically an overpopulation of people and they're just rushing and squeezing people in and on top of that like i mean people may not be ready for that or may not be expecting it i mean no one really expects to be pushed from the back and just squeezed in um, it's not a great experience. Um, now that happened during Travis's set, I think, like I said, like around nine o'clock and to my knowledge, the Houston police chief had notified the event, uh, event staff or promoters or coordinators, um, someone important in, at the event that um like you know to stop the show because there's too many people um essentially and nothing happened until basically travis just went through his whole set there were a couple times i believe um that travis stopped this stopped his set i don't remember exactly if it was because there were people on the ground or if he saw something but he, he like very quickly resumed his set, which, to be fair, is pretty on brand for him. I would say, like, I imagine like he he waits <laughs> maybe the minimum amount of time to, for uh, someone to be okay, and then just continues on. Whereas most performers, if you see someone on the ground, uh, they <clears throat> they wait till they're good and like taken care of before they resume. Uh, so, I mean, in the clip, like, yeah, the clip that I remember, at least, I can't really find it now. Um, it was less than a minute long. Travis stopped and then, like, was like, okay, cool. And then he started up again. Um, so, I mean, regardless, Travis continued to set until 10.15, I believe, which is when he was supposed to end it anyway. So, 
that's one issue. Um, but it's like the the bigger issue here is that they were probably understaffed, and they like didn't have a lot of other things set in place. So, for just speaking from experience, um, when I went to Camp Flogna, really, I think both years, uh, 2018 and 2019, if I remember correctly. Um, sorry, I have the, po the the shirt up here, so I'm trying to um, I'm trying to make sure if it was 2019 or 2018. But regardless, it was one of those years, and just prior to seeing Brockhampton. Uh, Flatbush Zombies was performing at that stage. And, I mean, if you know Brockhampton, you kind of know they have a very similar sort of energy. Like, like, energies are similar in the sense that, like, people are really hype. Not, like, people just ignoring people. But, regardless, I mean, same thing with Flatbush. Like, people were really hype. But they had essentially... Like, when we got there, when we got to the stage, they had, um, the fire marshal essentially stopped the show, and they're like, nah, y'all gotta back up, due to potential crowd surge. Like, they didn't want people to get hurt. So, I mean, we were pretty far back, but we were still tight in there. Um, and, yeah, this was right before Brockhampton set, so I imagine it's because Brockhampton was about to be on, and people were trying to rush to the stage. Um, so yeah, that happened, and then, you know, once people started relaxing, um, they start performing, but I think they had to even cut their set short because it happened again. Like, that, to me, I mean, it was well handled because you don't want to get people hurt. You don't want people to get hurt, like, at all. Like, that's obviously something that you want to avoid, especially at a festival when people are there just to enjoy themselves and have fun. But, you know, they, people get too caught up in what's going on to really stop and, like, listen, I guess. Like, they let the music carry on and they use that as an excuse almost. Um, I think even during their set, they did have to stop a couple of times to let people back up. Um, but this... This goes back to Travis's set, where there was really no time in which I'm aware of that Travis was like, yo, hold up, y'all need to spread out a little bit more, like, y'all are too close. Um, I've seen multiple clips of people in the crowd yelling that people are down, or people are dying, and nothing being done. They've been told to shut up and sit down, essentially. And, yeah... And the same thing happened, um, at least, uh, yeah, at, at Flogna again, um, at 2019, because that was when they had the mystery guest, which ended up being Drake. Um, they had to kind of push his set back a little bit, because they there was just so many people rushing the stage. Um, luckily, that time, I had kind of anticipated it, so I just stayed in the way back. I didn't want to be part of that, but, you know... It's it's a scary thing, for sure. Like, you don't want to be crushed. And I mean, I'm a bigger guy, so I can probably manage, but, you know, like, most 
most people aren't going to be able to do that. And I mean, even if you think like, if you take a look at other performances, like smaller venues, smaller shows where there are mosh pits and just a lot of people, it's usually handled really well. Like, and is mostly handled well by the crowd because proper mosh pit etiquette is if someone wants to get out, you let them out. Like, they're, like the, the pit's f- so people can have fun. Like, if you're not having fun in the pit, like, you, you should probably get out or try to get out. And there shouldn't really be a reason that you can't get out. Um, even if you have to, like, tie your shoe or something. Like, you should be able to do that. Like, I've seen people circle around someone so that they can get their shoe tied or if they drop something, they can pick it up. Like, if someone, like, I've seen people lose their shoe and they had to go find it. Like, people opened up the crowd enough to do that. Like, but none of that happened at Astroworld, as far as I'm aware. Um, so it's, I don't want to necessarily say there's one party in particular that's at blame here or to blame here because it's, it really just seems like there's a whole lot of factors involved. First off, the, um, coordinators, I mean, Live Nation was the main, or I guess, yeah, they worked with Live Nation for this event. So Live Nation should have been better prepared, I feel. Like they should have had the proper plates in place to detect crowd surges. Um, They should have also had more people staffed. I mean, like like I said, I only saw one security guard at that that side. Um, And who knows how many more there really were. Like if you don't have that many security guards at the entrance, yeah. Um, besides that, apparently they only had like two water filling stations and you know, it's Texas, it's Texas and it's a festival. Like y'all need water. Like, come on now. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is, I mean, Travis is at like at fault here to an extent. I don't know how much involvement he really had in terms of planning, but given that his name is plastered all over it and it's you know his festival he should have some control and some say in what's going on i mean if you've watched his documentary he's aware that his crowds get wild and that people get shoved and pushed and like sometimes people get knocked out like he's aware of this so not having anything in place for when that stuff happens is very irresponsible and i mean that's kind of falls on both him and the the coordinators like he's aware of it but the coordinator should also just have that at the ready like why would you not be prepared for that to happen it's a festival it is probably the i mean i wouldn't say the biggest festival but it's one of the bigger festivals and one of the more expected to be rowdy festivals uh, since covid like you're insane if you think that there wasn't going to be a lot of people like rushing the stage like there's no excuse for that on top of that you even had the police force saying like yo stop the show <laughs> like what the hell um i mean they may be at blame too because they didn't actually 
get there and stop it in time. But I don't know. Um, and then on top of that, you have all the fans that are just, for lack of a better word, just idiots. Like, this fucking rager attitude you have is not good. Like, oh, fuck you, I'm just trying to have fun. Like, bitch, you're, people are literally dying. Like, I don't care if you're having fun. People are dead right next to you, and you're just like, nah, fuck them. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, again, this is just a huge generalization. I know not everyone was like that, but there were people like that. So that needs to be addressed also. I mean, I've also seen, like, luckily I haven't seen a whole lot of it, but um, people were mentioning that people were trying to um, support Travis and say that he wasn't at fault, but I'm like, no, no. I mean, I do feel for Travis also because I'm sure he didn't want that to happen, but also he should have kind of expected that as a possibility. Like, that could have happened. And taken some precautions to avoid it. But, um, there's that. Um, on, uh, the other thing that I had regarding it was, I mean, obviously people were being trampled and hospitalized, but there was also allegedly someone, like, going through the crowd and, like, stabbing people with a needle. Like, what was in that needle? I don't know. Um, and then obviously the drugs. Like, you do you, but be careful. And then, like, for the people who were, like, lacing them or just, you know, proper, like, improperly dosing them, like, you're fucked up. Like, just, you're literally just taking advantage of people trying to enjoy their weekend. Like, uh, it's, the whole thing was rough and I hope some change comes out of this I hope there's some sort of resolution I hope the families are okay I mean I know they're not right now but I hope everyone who needs it gets the counseling and therapy that they need like this is just it's wild um, following this weekend, Travis Scott also, uh, like the today at least, he's refunding all the tickets for Astroworld, and he's stepping down from his set at Day in Vegas, which is probably just damage control at this point, if we're being, um, if we're just being real about it, I forgot what word I was going to use instead, but realistically, like, that's... It's just damage control. Um, I would like to think that he's doing, or he's stepping down from Day in Vegas because he doesn't want people to get hurt again. But, I mean, you know. What this means for festivals going forward uh, is really just that if you're working with Live Nation, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be careful. Um, like, if you're working with Golden Voice, Golden Voice has handled Flogna, and um, I believe they handled Outside Lands. Like, those were, in my to my knowledge, very well managed in that sense. Um, but you know, like, even if, like, even taking, like, who coordinates it out of the equation, like, 
there needs to be extra safety precautions put in place. Like the the festivals that are doing it right, it kind of sucks because now people are going to be more concerned and not really be as comfortable, I guess. So I imagine a lot of people are going to try to get rid of their tickets or less people are going to be going to shows. Um, I don't know if it's going to be significant enough to really, I guess, change anything or affect their business, but it is going to be something that they have to consider and they're going to have to really work on um, just keeping things more safe, like get more water stations. Just if you, if you know, it's going to be a huge crowd, maybe try to go for a bigger venue. There's a lot of things that you could do. Um, I mean, obviously it costs more money and everyone just cares about money, but you also have to remember that the people giving you money <laughs> are your fans. And um, if you want to keep your fan base you and keep getting that money, you might want to keep them safe. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. it's It was a rough, rough weekend for uh for hip hop fans for sure. Um aside from that, I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much more cuz at this point it's just speculation in terms of what's going to happen. Like I mean, Travis is hit with the lawsuit at this point. Um I also did see like a lot of people clowning Travis for making that um apology video on IG where he's just like rubbing his face. I'm like I mean, I think he does feel feel bad. Like, I'm sure he didn't expect that to happen, but I do also see where y'all are coming from. Like, that kind of looks like he's trying to play it up. But I like to see the good in people as much as possible. Um, anyways, aside from that, it's hard to transition to literally anything else, but... um. Uh, I guess music came out. I don't want to talk about the Kanye Drink Champs interview yet because I didn't watch all of it. And apparently there's going to be a part two coming out this week. So that's that's a movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, some music came out. Nothing I really enjoyed yet. Um, I'm still trying to work on my Kevin Allen review. But um, Amine dropped 2.5, which is his what, EP, LP, mixtape thing uh summer walker drops still over it um which again i haven't listened to yet i also i haven't really listened to summer walker too much in the past either so that's why i didn't jump to it um but yeah i mean last week we had hella music or the week before at least so lots of music to talk about um and at this point i think it's about time to wrap up but um just announcements, I guess. This weekend, November 13th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, Bar for Bar After Dark will return. We're going to have Kevin Allen and Monty Draper on to talk about Kevin's album, Nothing Lasts Forever. Uh, make sure you tune in for that. I'm sure we're going to get a bunch of bunch of gems because Kevin, Kevin's one of those guys. He's got a lot to say and a lot of good things to say. Like, you can learn a lot. Uh, and obviously, Monty, he's always a joy to have. Um, and, you know, we'll have the usual suspects on to talk about OnlyFans, probably. 
Um, but with all that said, let me know in the comments below what you, what your thoughts on what happened at Astroworld Fest are. Um, like I said, it's tragic and it probably could have been avoided if the necessary precautions were taken. But here we are. Also, like, subscribe if you want to see more podcasts and content like this. Thank you for watching and please stay safe out there.